How was Blackpool today? Cold, but fine. Dry. It was okay. Yeah. Scottish Thank level. You. How many Scots people did you meet? I didn't meet any, to be honest. Get it out. They must have been in hiding. They must have yeah. been in hiding. <laughs> Why, do Scottish <laughs> people live in, in Blackpool? Island. It's just full of... So, do you know when I went to York years ago, Liam, to see you? Yes. And it was when we were recording the long pod with Hannah. And yes. I got off the train... And it was a lovely sunny weekend day. And I may as well have had some brilliant 60s Carnaby Street S music as my soundtrack. Matt About Town. Completely ruined when I went through the walls in York along the bridge and saw two Geordies tops off. This is quarter to midday. Beating the living shit out of each other. Out of each other. Yeah. What York? What York? Off each other. No, not off each other. That might have been later. Half an hour later, that. <laughs> what, York is to, what York is to Jardis, um, Blackpool is to Glaswegians. What Manchester is Ex- to Scousers. Is that the case, do you think? No, they all come to York as well. <laughs> Christ on a bike. It's half seven on a Sunday. What do you think I'm doing after that? Not even that. Oh, sorry, half <laughs> 17. Even... It's half 17, Craig, on a half Sunday. Yeah, I was going to say... We, we, we found, much as Liam cannot tell a date by a number, Matt cannot tell the time past 12. <laughs> Craig can only Army do simple times. shapes and colours. <laughs> but together, together, we make one solid <laughs> There goes the beep. <laughs> oh, shit, I've got to beep that, haven't I, these days? Oh, bloody, bloody woke country, eh? Hel- <laughs> it's health and safety go mad, gone mad. What else did they say? Oh, they no. say a lot, don't they? I wish they'd just all go and drown themselves. On that note... Welcome to every number one ever, as every number one will welcome you. There they are. Look at them, waving at you like a gaggle of Muppets at the beginning of the Muppet Show. Like the 80s celebrities during the introduction of Blankety Blank, Blankety Blank, doo-doo. All of them beckoning you like the pervert lollipop man as you appear into his view, desperately trying to survive your walk home from school. On this show, we're surveying every song that hit the top of the UK charts. And guess what? We have a specific way of doing it. Yeah, babe. Three songs get randomly chosen and then sent to each of us. We look at each individual song, but then have to decide upon the fate of the three as a whole. The songs we keep are slowly building up into our new music pantheon. Simple enough. However, if we decide to bin our selection of three songs, then the rules state that we need to choose a number two single and put it straight, no questions asked, into the pantheon. Trust us, it's dead straightforward and gives us the opportunity of finishing this senseless journey in about three years. This is episode 20. And we've already fallen out and made up twice, made more mistakes Yay. than you thought possible at this early stage, made then immediately broken rules, and possibly rendered the whole point of a new music pantheon pointless by letting in Jerry Halliwell's Bag It Up. It's a song about safe sex. It's an important message. Right. What was that disembodied voice? Ah, quite. Joining me in this upsetting of the apple cart of hits is my favourite, Craig. Sorry, Mr. David and... Daniel, 
But here he is coming over the hill with his homemade T-shirt with the word bin written on it. It's the man the hit makers have nightmares about. It's Mr. Craig Lowe. Hey. Well, hello. And on the other side of him in so many ways, it's the prof. <laughs> it's the boff in... The man who is here to supposedly add gravitas. Point of note, I once saw him flash his penis in celebration of a strike in a bowling alley. Add that to your gravitas. No. I really? love him. I, oh, I've got it on tape. I love him. <laughs> you will too. It's York's finest. It's Dr. Liam Maloney. I got my knob out in a bowling alley. So the camera was set up. Uh, you get a strike and you just gamely walk over and pull. You want, You pull open. Your flies like that. It's amazing. It's like cur- <laughs> curtains opening at um, a theatre. I don't think I even drank when this was. No, no, he didn't. But that that's why you drink now. Right. Um, anyway, over... To, <laughs> I drink to, to forget the Hollywood Bowl <laughs> incident. To you, Liam, we now turn. Is it machine time? It is, my friend. Okie dokie. Let's name our machine du jour. And today's machine is... Modest Optical Mouse. There it is, blinking away. Blinking its blinker at us. (laughs) Not quite connecting when you need it to. No, no, that's exactly (laughs) failing you when you need it most. Can that be the subtitle for the show? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's writ large across our foreheads at this point. Yeah, of course. Shall we dive in, gentlemen? Come on, I'm ready. Dive away. Which means, first up, Mr. Matthew Leonard. And interview first up this week is unique number one, number 479. That's 479. Any guesses of dates there, gents? How good are we getting at this? 70s. Late 70s, 78. Late 78, it was actually at number one. Top spot for three weeks on the 18th of April, 1981. So you're getting there, boys. Modest Optical Mouse, do we have any further facts or information that we need before we make our mind up on this number one? Iran. Well, what does that mean? It means we don't have a sting. We have we so have many st- stings for not having a sting. I know, we have two. <laughs> we have two whole stings. <laughs> just, I just pick them at random. So I could tell you what the Iranu is, but I prefer you just to hit play and then guess what the sting should have been or will be or is going to remain. Just play it and see what you think. Eurovision winner? Craig's in there. Yeah. Don't let your indecision take you from behind. What is oh, you, it? You even said making your I mind did. up, didn't I you? I did, you as a tease. Yeah. It was bookers at a fizz and making your mind up. Oh, you know what the bloody thing should have been, don't you? Go on. Should well, have it been will this. be next one. You know, we've had, what have we had that far? So that is when we actually have a record breaker. But Cheryl Baker presented record oh, breakers. She did. She's actually singing on that. No, yeah. but we do, in fairness, we do need a Eurovision sting. And if we we're do, we need Wogan ideas, just going like, fuck off or something. Of don't course, we? Wogan. Just a Wogan going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember anyway, my favourite one was Here Comes the Borg, is my favourite Wogan <laughs> comment about a Greek Eurovision <laughs> entry a few years ago. Can we find that? Yeah, yeah. 
There you go. Anyway, as Craig duly noted, and we have uh, waffled on for a little bit about, it's Eurovision! Do you know, there's a key change in pretty much every minute of this song, which is quite really? something. Yeah, It's bloody brilliant. <laughs> yes, Craig. I, I agree. I hard agree with you on this. I So... It's- Again, it's, it's the second best books for his song uh, after um, what? What's... First, of course, being Land of Make Believe. Yeah, which is Land of Make Believe being, of course, the best one. Oh. Oh, no, and we had a have we had all the books fizzes now? The book five. I don't know what the book <laughs> is. Yes, the off license is empty. Thresher's stocks no more. We've not had Land of Make Believe yet. We had it on the old pod. We did. I f- yeah, I do remember talking about oh, that really? ever so God. briefly. It'll be like kind of um, a false memory. That tunes from the old pod. It'll be like deja vu. Won't yeah, it? yeah. Um, bit of a wiki fist, boys. The song was chosen out of five hundred and ninety-one submitted Jesus entries. Right. To be one of the eight songs performed at the Song for Europe contest. The song romped to victory as Book Fizz beat off the Germans in front of a stunned <laughs> Dublin crowd. There's your sex reference. <laughs> this song is in a fair list of UK Eurovision entries that also made top of the UK chart. So we'll be bumping into Katrina and the Waves. Katrina and the Waves. Puppet Sandy Shaw, Gina G, Cliff was... Richard, Brotherhood of Man. Gina G wasn't a UK entry though, was she? Yes, she was. She was, was she? Yeah. But she was UK. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Wow, okay. See, the way, we, the way we win is we import from other countries. Ah. That's, no. that's so true. Oh, I'm, was Wigfield a Eurovision as well? I've no, I don't think she was. I've slightly I don't smashed think those two together. Was, yeah. I mean, That's she what's... felt like she should have been, really, didn't she? But... Yeah. Uh, I mean, every, everything about that time period should have been Eurovision, every single song. <laughs> so, it's an all right song. Um, but See, it, me, it's... Me, and Craig, me and Craig are absolutely right in on this, Liam. Yeah, bloody brilliant. It doesn't surprise me you're a bit like, it's all right, because it's turbo cheese. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the melody doesn't bother me. It's just, I think it's... It feels incredibly dated. Like some of these seventy stuff that we've heard isn't maybe quite as dated as this, but this feels particularly stinky cheesy. But I just because it's a really kind of iconic moment as well. Like um, oh, most people rip. know the skirt rip. Yes, like, that's it's right. Just so I don't like. I, I don't think if I've, I don't know if I've even heard this song all the way through. Um, but I know that moment. Infinitely, just from all those fucking best of TV shows. And thinking about it, you know, I've mentioned that um, there's pretty much a key change every minute. It's a song not to really be listened to the full lot of it. It's 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 a song for a for a um, uh, oh, what do you call it? A montage section on a you know, so you get hit by thirty seconds of it, and it's there. The hook is absolutely Mm. constant throughout the song. Because the melody, do you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's, it, it's one massive chorus, this song. Yes, with, with a very slight bridge in between choruses. Yes. Yeah. It's bloody short as well. It's only it like just over two, two and a half minutes. That's all you need, really. I don't outstay its welcome, yeah. Oh, no, I, I kind of dig that. I think, like, efficient, kind of get in, smack him in the face and leave. Mm. Mission statement, done, out, see you later. And yeah, for a Eurovision song, that's all what you expect as well. So, kitchen-wise, me and Craig, I'm guessing, are near in the fridge. Liam, mounted the island near the island. Where are you? 
Um, I am a tile or two closer to the fridge. I can probably just about touch one of the magnets if I really tried. Right, well, let's see where unique number one, one, two, four, zero leaves you. This is 1240, 1,240. This was number one for two weeks on the 12th of October, 2013. Do we have any further information, Mr. Modest Optical Mouse? Shit all. So... It's a, 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 a more modern song, which um, usually, if it's anything 70, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, we'll have a guess at. Uh, has anyone got a burning desire to take a stab in the dark at what this is? Or shall we just what, play What the year thing? was this again? Sorry. This is, uh, it was number one on the 12th of October, 2013. Oh, God. I Couldn't even take a wild shot in the dark, I'll be honest with you. Bo- Maybe Ed Sheeran. You'll both know it. One thing I can tell you is I was definitely drinking by this point. <laughs> so, let's have a go. Lately, I've been, I've been losing sleep. Oh, what's it called? Dreaming about the things that we could be. But baby, Counting I've stars. There you are, Craig Lowe. What, Counting Stars by, all one word, One Republic. So, I do know this song. I know this song because it was pretty insidious around the time of its release. It was everywhere. I listened to this about three or four times before I just had to admit it's really fucking well-written modern pop track. I've never heard this before. Have you never heard this before? No, right. completely by the, the chorus. 45, so, well, it opens with the chorus. It's kind of a pre-TikTok yeah. TikTok trick. So now, as we all know, oh, okay. TikTok, you, you open with your hook straight away, whether it is that's just like a, a motif or whether it is the chorus. This this starts are we, with the Are we really calling it a TikTok now? I mean, surely this was a Babylon Zoo. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> Babylon Zoo is the exact opposite. A Babylon Zoo lies to you about the thing that it is. <laughs> what, yes. what nowadays, because you need to get the hook immediately, then people are off with the hook straight away. You don't have that 45 second rule anymore. You, the hook That's is That's quite an old school thing though. Like there were many songs, 60s, early 70s, that started chorus yep. and then went on. So it's come back, but it's just the way, obviously I just threw TikTok at it. I thought Craig was going to pick me up because it was pretty much more led by a Spotify thing because when Spotify came in, and Liam, you might know more than the, me on this, but they people dwelled for like the first 12, 15, 20 seconds on a track that they, that they hadn't heard. So if you stack all the good stuff up front, you're more likely to get people working their yeah. way through the song. That's because back then, Spotify, you, you had more free memberships than premium and you didn't want them ads. So if you were going to do a full listen, you want to make damn sure that it was worth it. But mm. it's continued. It's continued. This is the it, most pop music now... Uh, especially in the last five, ten years, is has got the hook stacked up front. Mm. Yeah, just the way it is. Yeah, that's all, yeah, true. So, Liam, I know you haven't heard the song. It it builds into what I could only describe as it's acoustic-y driven, but it's got a thumping beat, um, okay. almost clapping, gypsy, mm. stomping, speeding up vibe. Actually, might might be Greek. I'm smashing plates, lads. I'm smashing plates. <laughs> um, it it stayed. Uh, it, Cyrus smashed it off number one with her wrecking ball, so that kind of places it. Oh, okay, right. 
Um, yeah, it's just it's it's a really good song, guys. It's a really good yeah, song. It's 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 fine. Um, if it would if it would have been an inch better, I'd have gone on two. Uh, you know what? For me, I'm like it all now depends on this last track. I'm yeah. absolutely because it sounds quite earnest. This and that's not my cup of chai. No, but but I think again that's that is a that is one of the. I think that is our. If we did a deep dive into what is our problem with modern music and the reason why you you two have an absolute aversion to the Sheerans of this world, I think it is just the slew of earnestness, hmm. isn't it? We don't really move at that because no one wants to offend anyone and everyone wants to kind of... We're, we're so... Uh, I mean, I always blame Princess Diana. It's her fault. You know, she taught a nation to cry, be in touch with our emotional side. So consequently, people go hard on the emotion and no one goes, this is a bit irksome. Everyone goes, oh, it's honest. It's great. It's meaningful. Oh, great. The chorus is up front as well. And it sounds like a Greek party where they're smashing plates to thrill. <laughs> not not for me, thank you. Okay, so let's think the word earnest when we move on to our, our my last of my three number ones. This is unique number one, number seven eight. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Seven, oh good lord. Are we so, in the fifties? It could be We are in the fifties, my friend. 58? Is, we don't need any more of this. Well, I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm, I know I'm I'm gonna challenge you on this one, Craig, because I'm not gonna lie hide my light under a bushel. I'm gonna go to town with this one. This was number one for three weeks. It hit the top spot on the twenty eighth of the eleventh. That's November to you and me on the year. It's 1958. We have any more information, please, Modest Optical Mouse. <laughs> Nothing. I nah. am now going to ask Liam slash the machine to <laughs> play the track, and I'm going to look at either of your reactions. Okay. Oh, I know this. You do. Hootsman. Yes, Craig's in again there. Check your cupboards. He's a fucking moose about. Uh, it's <laughs> loose. Lord, this loose. Lord Rockingham's 11 with uh, Hootsman. A virtually instrumental bit of fluffy nonsense punctuated by four, that's four, stereotypical Scottish phrases. Here they are. Okay. Meaning, oh yes, hootsmon, an expression of dismissal or annoyance. There's a moose loose about this hoose. Now hold the phone here. This was an eye-opener for me. Because on the latter advert for wine gums, Maynard wine gums, they yep. actually had a moose walking about. Yes, it's, it's probably a mouse. It's a mouse. Saying. Yes, Craig, it's yeah. a mouse. There's a mouse in my house, which, let's be honest, makes a bit more sense. <laughs> and the last one being... It's a bra bricked moonlit nick with nicked, sorry, which is it's a fine, bright moonlit night. It um Wikifiz, it was one of the first rock and roll songs to feature the Hammond organ, which become popular oh. in rock and roll music the following year with Dave Cart Cortez's The Happy Organ. No, I've not heard it either, but I will be after <laughs> this. 
Lord Rockingham's 11 were a group of session musicians brought together to perform on late 50s pop show Oh Boy on the independent television network. And I love them. Keep all these as fuck, boys. Over to you. Just before we go anywhere else, do you want to dive into a happy organ? <gasps> yeah. Could we Should do we that? Out? Are we allowed to yeah. do that? I'm sure we can have a quick yeah. dive. Off we go. This is Dave Baby Cortez's Happy Organ. in as well. So I un- I understand the happy, but surely we mean staccato. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, you've got to be one or the other. <laughs> How did Craig seem when you saw him? Oh, it was great. He was really happy. Was he happy or staccato? Oh, shit. I need to have a thing. A bit of both, I think. Um, right. A bit of both. A bit of both. Back to the uh, back to the uh, the viewpoint in hand. There's my three books: Fizz, One Republic, Lord Rockingham's Eleven. There's a spread. <laughs> I love those. I think they're a great example of different periods of time. Top of the shop on all of them. Big keep from me. Any views? Are you going to take me down in burning style here, boys? What's going on? Um, I'm a I am a solid keep on that. Oh, Just good. brilliant! Good. Right. Just well, because. I agree. We moan a lot about the 50s generally on this show because there's so much, like, just, like, torch-songy, drossy stuff. So when you get something that's got a bit of balls like that, it's like, oh, yeah, we need to kind of actually have that somewhere in there. And I, think, and I, I don't mind well, making your mind for, up. For me, on, for me, on the 50s rule, it's it's it gets a technicality pass because of 88's Wangum advert. <laughs> so, so it's fine. It's it's more a childhood thing for me than anything else. But yeah, of course, all three of these keeping there's absolutely no argument to be made for a, any of these not going in. Excellent stuff. In that case, then we are on a unanimous keep. <laughs> Lovely work, gentlemen. I love a unanimous keep. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. And it it kind of feels like no one's done anything wrong, which is mm. always good with us. Um, Shall we crack on? Let's do this. Well, that means next up is me. And I've got unique number one. No, yeah, unique. (laughs) Liam's gone on staccato. (laughs) I thought he looked happy. Just happy. Um... (laughs) Um, no, so um, I have got unique number one, 832. This was number one for two weeks. It first hit the top spot on the 7th of October, uh, August. So it's, close. It's, it's an 8th, so, so October. Yeah, no, you've got all day long with that, mate. Caesar's fault. Yeah. Um, yeah, 7th of August. August 99. So this is well within our kind of sphere of experience. Um, I've got to be honest, when I first heard this, I... So, like, straight up, I think it's a shite song. It's absolute dross. Burying um, the lead there. There we go. But I really want to keep it. Whoa. It steps. Because of the, like, the flash of nostalgia that this gave me when but I this first is a, heard this it. Is, this is going to be a Proustian keep. 
right? Yeah. Ooh, Are you I ready, like Craig? It. Shall we see if it tickles our Proust in here? So, as I say, like, don't like it, don't think it's very good, but it flashed me back to being a teenager and being very confused about a million different things. Oh. I didn't even listen to this at the time. It was just so omnipresent. Um, so, yeah, here you go. Here is uh, my first number one. Wow. Running. I know. I know. <laughs> it's I don't feel good about it. <laughs> Was that in Notting Hill? Yes, we are following up a week of letting in the Four Weddings and the Funeral song with letting in the theme from Notting Hill. The Wait a second. Don't <laughs> <laughs> the door to the pumpkin isn't open yet, <laughs> my friend. Oh, I mean, I am possibly the easiest out of the three of us to win over with kind of involuntary memory tingle. And the only issue is we've let Ronan in. We've let the right Ronan in too. Life is a roller coaster. Roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Greg Alexander one, yeah. And I hate that prick. Not Greg Alexander, <laughs> Rona Keane. I really, I've really got an issue with him. I've been called out for it in the past. He's what, what he's done wrong to me, I don't know. But sorry, I know, go. but he does have quiche face. Like he's got that kind of face <laughs> that makes him. Mm. Right. So <laughs> through the weeks editing this podcast, I have noticed that you do split people up into different face shapes, Liam. So, <laughs> um, last weeks, I think Craig was talking about One True Voice, the band who lost out to uh, Girls, Girls Aloud. And you just immediately threw at Craig as if he knew what he was talking about. To which, God bless Craig, he did play along. He went, I bet they were all potato face, weren't they? And Craig went, yep. Now, I, I, quiche face, potato face, is it one and the same, this? What, what? No, no, no. So like someone who's Yeah, got... one's got more starch than the other. <laughs> so so if you're a bit potato facey, you, you're, or, or a butter face, and do you know, do you know what I'm saying, butter face? No! Okay. <laughs> Right, sit down. I am. <laughs> Get involved. Um, so a butterface is someone who's got a really hot body, but a really bad face. Oh, bum fuck. The... Well, no, like, like they're hot, but her face. Well, no, no, bum oh, fuck is a... um, body of Baywatch, face of crime watch. <laughs> exactly. Can't yeah. say that anymore. Can I just point out that was from the past? And then potato face is, you know, like, you know how... Um, you leave a potato in the cupboard for too long and it like it grows eyes and the eyes are always all over the This <laughs> episode need... of Saturday Kitchen is completely derailed. <laughs> <laughs> James Martin's just stabbing himself in the corner. Dan Quiche face is anyone can do quiche face. It's like an expression rather than the set of your face. <laughs> this is great. And so quiche face is um, that kind of smug, mm, yeah, kind of face. Wow. You know that? No, I totally you know, get that. Well, it's when you get it, it. Quiche face is when you've got short, crushed pastry head and you're whipping a look of, of, of egg. <laughs> whipping a look of egg? What? <laughs> That's it. There's the line. <laughs> oh, Craig's just had an arty moment. Fucking hell. <laughs> look. Man, right, while we while we compose ourselves, let me just type in man with quiche for face. <laughs> no, but quiche face is the like that kind of smug face, like <coughs> mm, yeah, I'm sure. Um it 
you could, if J Law was a less nice person, that is a man with a quiche for a face. <laughs> it <laughs> looks like, like the guy Tracy from. It looks like the moon from. Um, my oh. Mm. Mm. Go on, you were saying. I don't know. No, you were saying it, uh, about something about cake. <laughs> I don't know why he's collapsed in on himself. This <laughs> quiches do next. Um, so. You're not you're not with me on that Proustian rush. Well, no, but the thing is, with with the Proustian, with with any involuntary memory, it's very, very. It, it's it's about you, isn't it? it? You you can't you you can explain why it does that, and sometimes, and it does tend to be some embarrassing songs get you yeah, more yeah. than your faves. So I I will I'm happy for you to admit that, but for me, <laughs> there there needs to be work here. For me to allow a second Keating in, so is is um, Ronan's Kishi face, Kishi face dependent <laughs> on the next two tracks? Then, but for me, for yeah. So in other words, it's not a. I'm not letting Ke- uh, Ronan Keating in again. I'm not completely against it. You nearly called him Ronan Keating. Yeah, Ronan Keating. <laughs> so, Mister Eggy Whippy Look, how are you feeling? Yes. <laughs> I'm closer to the fridge than the bin. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm closer to the fridge than the bin at the oh, moment. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm fine with this. For for about three to four months, Ronan was untouchable. This was a f- better than anything he'd done with Boyzone, and then he followed it up with Roller Coaster, and then spaffed all that goodwill away. Matt looks absolutely scandalised by what you just I said. I can't believe those words, that name, and that word, untouchable. I mean, he's he's barely been good. He's barely been good. Yeah, he, he even yeah, nearly he, right. Time he won- Life is a roller coaster is a brilliant <laughs> song, and he nearly fucked that up just with his voice, and that's all he's got to do. So this is from um, Ronan's greatest hits album called Ten Years of Hits. Um, I know two tracks on it. Oh and, no, uh, you must know more than that. But, Not unless he's put some boys on. Well, that's what I was thinking. Sure, it's got to be boys on, right? Like, no, no, it's all. It's just the Keating. Oh, right. Just okay. Perhaps you only know two songs. <laughs> yeah. It apparently, did a song with Brian Adams. Oh, I mean. Well, that's that's the death knell of every UK artist. I don't know what's going on there. What should we go for my next one? I think we better add number two. Move on from Keating. Um, we're on unique number one, four hundred and ninety-nine. Any ideas? That would eighty-two. 82. Well done, lad. Wonderfully done. <laughs> that reminds me, actually. You know this is episode 20, right? Yeah. It's yes. our China anniversary. Oh. What, what have you got me? Uh, uh, a copy of a Tapao album. I've got this cup. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. A that Tapao says Matt's album. cup on it. <laughs> That's appalling. Um, well, this one was first number one on the 17th of April, 1982. Let's see if there are any additional Facts for us, optical mercy boy. It's been um, you you will probably shit. So um, <laughs> in we go. Idea. 
Right, you're gonna have to initials, mate. BF. Books fizz. It's fucking books fizz it's again. Books fizz. Bloody hell. We got we we have multiple book fi now, officially. And um, this is my camera never lies from the Are You Ready album, which I think is a follow up to the books fizz record. Yeah, isn't I that re- weird? I, right. Because I've never come across this track before, could we do the 45 seconds, Liam, so I can at least hear the chorus? Yeah, of course. In we go. Thanks, mate. I think we're in pre-chorus here. Okay. Here we go. They wrote a good chorus, didn't they? They could write a bloody hook, to be fair yeah. to them. That's awesome. We kind of take the piss out of Books Fizz a bit because they were like a Eurovision band and they had the skirt and it was a gimmick thing and then Cheryl Baker became a TV presenter. Mm. Like, it, 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 they were not seen as like, well, I don't know about you, but I don't seem as like a serious band, but that's a really fucking yeah. good song. <laughs> First, I'm going to go to Craig. Where do you stand? Where do I stand? Yeah. This is wonderful. This is a wonderful lost little bit of pop magic it really is i mean i i thought i'd heard most of the books for singles but that one must have passed me by uh yeah this is great i am ronan you're looking like you're a shoe in here mate unless something terrible is following around the corner well do you know what fuck this up so i mean i i i'm really surprised that I've, I've never i mean like literally never heard a bit of this before with the amount of crap nostalgia music shows i've watched i mean I've, i must have watched at least at least two years of my life have probably been wasted on watching nostalgia team <laughs> you would have thought this would have come on at some point wouldn't you it was only a one week do you know it smashed so, it off the top spot uh i can very quickly have it on it it's uh maca and stevie ebony and ivory Oh, grim. I know. It was their last number one. Um, but yeah. It's really, it's not safe. That's the thing that I quite like about this song. It's not safe at all. It's really peppy and quite funky. Do I? There's, <laughs> and, there's some yeah. kind of weird time signature. It's yeah. sort of half time, sort yeah. of double time, and like odd little kind of two beats here and there. It's kind of in, like they they were really good writers. I don't know who the actual writers Andy for the books Hill. were. Oh, right. It was written by Andrew Hill, who is an re- English record producer and songwriter who worked with Books Fizz and Celine Dion. There you go. How about that? He wrote, the, make, yeah. he wrote Making Your Mind Up. So not only is this the second oh. Books Fizz, this is the second Andy Hill. Uh, Piece of the action, Land of Make Believe. He wrote for Leo Sayer. Uh, he wrote Two Strong Hearts for John Farnham. It's no other voice. Uh, Cliff Richard... Think twice. Think twice. Give for Celine. <laughs> Jesus. I Andy Hill and Pete Sinfield. Well, think twice. Wow. Guy's in. He's going in. Yeah. Not only a yeah. Bucks Fizz going in, this guy's got to be in. Yeah, like this is why. So, like sometimes we have a bit of a dross episode, and it's like, Meh. like we don't, we're not getting like basically it's like a shit day at this casino. You're not getting the cards. <laughs> Yeah. And, and you know you make the best of it, but you try. But sometimes it just doesn't work out. Whereas sometimes you actually like stumble across something that's yeah. legitimately cool. Yep. Um. Yeah. So does anyone want to go on to? Yeah. Fuck it. I will. Right. Ooh. Commitment. Lovely stuff. 
Um, in that case, let's crack on and do the final one. So this is unique number one, 521. So only the year later, we're in 83 now. Um, 30th of April, 83 is when it first charts at number one. And let's see if there's any additional facts. No. Nada. Um, please be good, please be good, please be good. 83 well, is going to be a strong year. I don't know where you're going to yeah. stand on this because it could go either way, quite realistically. Um, you'll get it instantly. It's if it's on now one, we should keep it, Craig. That's the rule. Fair enough. Ah, yeah, true. Done. Sold. So Craig's absolutely in. Is that a drift on memory bliss, <laughs> Matthew. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, I mean, it's easy to look back at the eighties and shout pop classic because that is classic revisionist history time. Forty years. Oh, we, what we thought was throw away. I don't know who this Cockney guy is I keep going to. What we thought was throw away, but no, no, actually it was amazing. And yeah, I think that's why it's really important when we look at very modern pop songs like we've done with the One Republic one that we kind of beat to the punch saying that it's a pop classic. This one, no debate. Yeah. It just is. Mm-hmm. Even the lyrics, even the lyrics are great. My only reticence oh. is that is a, this is obviously the primary vehicle for the old Thatcher sniffer himself, and yeah. Would you like I, to I just, name I, him just just for the listeners? Who's the Thatcher sniffer? Fucking Tony Hadley. Tony Hadley. What kind of face is Tony Hadley? Because I would say spam face. Big, just big <laughs> face. <laughs> he's got a massive face. He has, you know oh, he's got an enormous face. He's, you he's can like he's like. Brian Ferry had an allergic reaction. Well, do you know when um, they went on, what do you call it? Neil Armstrong looked out of the porthole window just as they were, just just have a look. What can you see on earth? And they said, we can see. Just Tony We can see the Great Wall of China. I can see the Great Wall of China. It looks beautiful. And Tony Hadley's face. (laughs) Those are the only two things you can see from space. Well, I think even with um, the old Tory magnate himself, in the wings. I think we're going to have to do a unanimous keep again. Here we're in there. Yeah, it's got to be done. It's the right thing to do. It is. It is. Um, and we didn't know he was a Tory at the time. No. Can say that. Um, <laughs> Craig, you are up. Yes. It now falls to me. Dave Bearavans. Let's see if we can make that rarefied triple oh, unanimous. No, man. Let's see if I can see if I can ruin it for everyone. <laughs> this, my first number one this week is unique number one, number nine hundred and twenty-two. This was number one for three weeks from the 9th of March, my birthday, Ooh. and the year of our Lord, two thousand and two. Uh, modest USB mouse, please. Is there anything for us? These songs are terrible, honestly. Hey! Yes, not only a cowl, but a double A side, 2002, 9th of March. So this is early for reality boys. TV competitions then, isn't it? Early, 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 is early, this, Is yes. this the first? Not the first. I don't think we're quite at uh, the the ultimate potato face, Who? but that would be hearsay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> you had pop stars before you, you had... Yeah. Oh, so is this them pop idol? Hmm? Well, press play and find out. Let's find out indeed. Oh. Oh, that's that's ripe. Saccharine, oh. isn't it? Is this uh, evergreen? 
Will Young. It is evergreen. Yes, it is. Eyes like yes. Like that sounds like a Boutros Boutros Galley impersonation there, Liam. I enjoyed that. Yes, this is Will Young with his double A side, Anything Is Possible, slash Evergreen. This was the first pop idol single that was obviously pre-chosen for Gareth Gates to sing and then last <laughs> out, obviously. This is, you, you know this for damn straight because Gareth Gates also put this as the B-side of his debut single, as well, uh, for those that don't know, this is also a Westlife cover. Holy really? shit! Really? God, God, the 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 layers of manure <laughs> that you have to dig through <laughs> to get yeah. to bedrock. Abs- absolute track. Could you imagine? Uh, and this being the winner song, I don't even remember Darius Dinesh singing this, but he did on the night. I no. guarantee, because they all sang it. They all sang both songs that night. What? So. What was Gareth Gates's first single? Unchained Melody, mate. Was it? Did he have a crack? It on? was. It was a. It, it was Unchained Melody. Was the uh, the first single because that was what was made all made all the middle aged women swoon with his spiky hair and his wonderful white suit with white tie and black shirt. Oh God, Never yeah, mind. and his oh yeah, and the the stutter, the, yeah. So, uh, I don't know what to feel about this as Will Young. Certainly did a lot better once he got out from under the pop idol shadow. He was an interesting guy, Will Young. Like I liked, like the stuff he did with people like Groove Armada was legitimately really good. I mean, we talk about him like he was dead. He had a new album out last year, but <laughs> but like for all intents and purposes, bitch dead. Yeah, he's a he's he a, bo- he's a board career. treader now, right, Craig? He's theatre, any? Oh, is he? I'm not sure. He was he was on Strictly, then pulled out at the last minute, didn't he? Well, I think last year time. or the year before. Oh my god! Um, so apparently, um, leave right now was a fucking tune, actually, wasn't it? Um, I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. just deep in his wiki fist. Um, <laughs> apparently, Young was told by someone at the record company to re-record his hit single "Leave Right Now" because he sounded too gay on the track. Wow. Yeah. Fucking hell. Ah, the early noughties—they were so extreme and radical. So when did this come out, actually? This track. This was 2002. What year? What month? March, which is strange, but if I remember rightly, they released the big band album for Christmas. Ah. So rather than it being a Christmas single, they released like everybody doing a, all, all the top ten, doing like their big band song from Big Band Night. Right. And then the uh, the winners. I, I don't think the final was until the New Year. So I remember that night actually when the winner was announced. It cut straight to the CD factory in a pre-recorded bit of the re- the CDs being pressed. And well I'm just reading Wiki and he's saying that apparently he got out well, Yeah, he was about he was, he was about, about to, to be outed, wasn't he? Um yeah, by uh, I'm sure a really classy newspaper. Um, um but that was also March 2002, so it was kind of probably really close to if not almost before this came out Evergreen came out. I think I think it's telling that I think I'm fairly certain that if it wasn't the week after, it was two weeks after that the record label chucked out Gareth Gates' first single as well, because mm. we all know who Cal was backing yeah. on that particular one, and how shocked everybody was that night when Will Young won. Yeah, it was, uh, like, even in hindsight, though, it was still the correct decision. Um, anyway, this, this track, how do we feel? It, it, what do you think about it, boys? Well, just, just to put a topper on what you were saying, I'm glad we've spoken about this at length, because we will dismiss the rest of the cowl stuff. But what was really nice about this particular original pop idol incarnation was 
this was the UK public doing its ultimate bolt face thing and skewing yeah. what they, what they actually wanted. And and God bless him because the the three finalists to give us hours and hours of entertainment. And if it would have stopped there, that would have been fine. But you know, yeah. What do we think of this song? It's it's at the time it would have been an easy ballad. Now we know it's identical winner's song nonsense, but yeah. But it didn't read that way at the time because it was oh, it kind of one of the first out there. So yeah. you know, it has the yeah. obligatory key change two and a half minutes in for standing up off the stool. And if we are, as I've just said, if we are going to go to into battle for one of these, it should probably be that it not should it probably this be this one. That's not a bad, yeah. That's not a bad shot actually. But mm-hmm. I suppose this also depends on the next two as well. Of course it does. Yeah. So, right. Well then, let's move swiftly on to my second number one of the week. This is unique number one, one number one thousand two hundred and ninety-seven. This was number one for three weeks. Twenty eleven. Twenty third of July. No, too early. Twenty fourteen. Uh, two thousand and two thousand and fifteen. Oh, way too early for me. Uh. A modest rollerball mouse. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else for us? These songs are terrible, oh, honestly. Fucking hell, no! <laughs> oh no, we've got another cowl. Well, he's, he's, he's ruined himself here. He's ruined himself. His omnipresence has been his downfall. So, so what do we think? Who do we think it might be in 2015? Any guesses before we just hit play? Not, hit not a Scooby play. by this point. Hit play. It's just no. Okay, press, press play. Oh, hang on! Um, no, no. Little it's, mix. It's one of the ones that I like. Is it Black Magic? Little Mix. <laughs> it, it it's is. a fucking tune. It's an absolute it, tune. I do slightly worry about the consent in it, but fine. Um, it's it's fine. It's it it is uh, little mixes. Cindy Lauper gonna sue somebody. Black magic. <laughs> it's not a bad tune though, you know. Like out of out of all the ones this could have been, fine with this. This is great. And nah, this, this and shout out to my ex. Actually, both of those are fucking bangers. This is great. I'll hear nothing wrong about this one. This is absolutely. Just the last gasp of absolutely brilliant pop music. Just, I'm going to toot our horns for a moment, gentlemen. <laughs> it really pleases me. <laughs> what then Geordie lads were doing. It really pleases me that we can look at Will Young and we can look at Little Mix and take it actually seriously. I, like, I know we're absolute dreadful snobs, but... Yes. I, but sometimes that's necessary and sometimes... Like, you can just read something for what it actually is. Well, it's difficult. And the reason why it's important that we are snobby with things like this, it's not just about what's cool. It's also about if you're going to do... Exactly, Craig. Absolutely. If you're going to go pop, if you're going to try and attract, not the lowest common denominator, but people in general, non-music fans on board, and make something really big, colourful, brash and catchy, or simpering and markish... It's got to be fucking ace. Because if it's not, yes. then we will kick the living shit out of it. <laughs> and I think that's... Yeah. You know I mean? So, do, do, do either of you fancy a gamble? We've had two <sighs> cowls. Oh, gosh. Um, no, these two aren't strong enough for me to gamble on, to be honest. Yeah, I've got to agree with Liam. Because, no, for the simple reason, Craig. I, I think... It, to go on one or two. Do you think we couldn't get? Do you think? Do you think we couldn't get that lucky? 
You think we couldn't get so that there's, lucky there's and a, end a, on Oh, a, is this you a, telling me it's Kylie Minogue next? Not a chance. Not okay. a chance. Right, reveal. Come on. Let's. I'm, I'm sticking as we're going. Sticking as yes. we're going. Right, so final number one of the week and of my choices is unique number one, number 934. Uh, modest, I can't figure out which control and alt button because my USB mouse isn't working. Mouse, is there any facts about They're this? fantastic. Clearly, I don't know what your issue is. It's clearly not They're on fantastic. Apple. <laughs> it's been... Yep, it's One Week Wonder. This was number one for one week from the 24th of August in the year of our Lord, 2002. Oh, this bodes well. We've been, I was at college. We've been bumping around 2002 a lot. Before we press play, I will let you know that this is a Mark II. This is a Mark oh, so press play. Oh, God. Mark II. Just press play and let's... Um, sugar Bay. Right, so I think yes, Sugar's a fucking Babes Mark II are already in there, aren't they? As well. Well, that was the best Sugar Babes, wasn't it? The the second iteration. No, Mark, no, Mark, Mark, no, Mark, Mark one, one, was, Mark that, one right? was the best, mate, for me. No, you're absolutely hundred percent wrong there. Hundred <laughs> percent, because it's not got "Freak Like Me" in it, which is the best Sugar Babe song there is. Anyway, this is Sugar Babe's Mark Two. One sweet yep. in a bag of dog yep. shit makes it the best bag of sweets, says Liam. <laughs> what? Who? But no, no. Angel look, we, we, faces, right, this is look, a really good this, this is this is something that we can. Because I can imagine us three arguing over which iteration is best of the sugar babes for over an hour. So what we'll do there's is no argument. No, no. This, the more you say there's no argument, the more I'm going to push back. And basically, by the you end of what? it, you're going to have your doctorate taken away. So let's not do when this. When this drops, when this drops, I'm going to put um, a chart, like a, a vote thing, on Patreon. <laughs> and we will see what the our, our dedicated and wise wise listeners. So let agree let's see with. with Brexit, twelve years of conservative rules. See if they can fuck it up again. Brilliant, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Not, not our Patreon users. <laughs> I'm sorry, Craig. Hit us with some facts if you'd like. If you've got any, and <laughs> ah, there the really isn't, is it? It's round, round by the sugar babes. So this Other is than it being the second incarnation. It's fine. So this is I Heidi Mutt, like you and Keisha, isn't ball. it? Yes, it yep. is. It's before uh, who I can't remember who was in Mark Three. Uh, Keisha stayed around. Was, did Mutya leave next? Yeah, then... Mutya was the next to go. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, Mutya was the next to go. Then it was, and then uh, yeah, and then, then Keisha went, and then it, then Heidi was your closest to an original. And now we've we've gone full circle. So the Mark Five is the Mark One. Which yes. I remember what they called. They called the Mark One. <laughs> They've labelled themselves, I think, <laughs> as the Sacred Three. Which which kind of which kind of makes me want to go to Liam's way of thinking. <laughs> They're just sugar babes now. Yeah, they bought they bought back the copyright now, aren't they? Now that it's yeah. worth dog shit. So they've been pumping out. Actually, this is totally off topic. But they've been pumping out loads of stuff they did right back early on when it was Siobhan, Mutter and Keisha. They've been pumping out loads of demos and redoing the stuff that never got released oh, cool. from them. So um, yeah, that's all on there. That's cool. Brilliant stuff. So. so- Vote, vote wise, how we're looking. Well, I'm feeling there's something in the air here, isn't there? Something in the air, isn't there? Mm, yeah. Do we all want to go on? Th- do we all? If I count to three, shall we say either keep or bin? Yes. yes. One, two, three. Keep. keep. <laughs> <laughs> 
a unanimous triple keep across the board. Lads. Well done, boys. I think... Uh, so, pop music isn't that no, bad. A, a pop week all around. What a great week it was. Yeah, sometimes number one's all right. Should we wrap this shit up, boys? cracking week i'm sure that there's nobody going to be complaining about that one. Oh, hello twitter you complain about everything why not just get in touch with us on twitter at eone podcast you'll find us on the facebook by searching for every number one ever or eone podcast uh, head over to our interwebsite uh, on CompuServe, which is at www.everynumberoneever.com spell it how you like we got them all Head over to the Patreon, why not? We have content. It's wonderful. It's great. You'll really enjoy it. There's, an e- There's even another pod up there now. Why not listen to that? It's me and Matt talking about albums. There's a snippet. Any kind of like Olympics or World Cup, the country looks in at itself, doesn't it? It's saying, what do we give to the world? What And, and with Italy... Fascism. <laughs> Get Mussolini out. Wheel him out. Trains are on time. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> fucking hilarious, isn't it? Bloody brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, how do we feel about it this week? Liam, what's in the Pantheon? So, um, everything, just everything. Um, let's let's actually do a quick review, shall we? So, Matt's three, where books fizz, making your mind up. The first of our book five. Can you believe? Followed up by One Republic with Counting Stars, and followed finally by Hootsmon exclamation point with Rock Lord Rockingham XI. Um, <laughs> all of those made it into the pantheon this week. From Matt, from me, my Proustian rush from Ronan Quicheface Keating, a second. Um, book fight made it in again with my camera never lies a hidden gem that we've all discovered and Margaret Thatcher's favourite acolyte Tony Hadley with his German prison chums in Spando Belly's True also made it in for me it was a German prison wasn't it Spando uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Do you know what? I should have looked into this because I was thinking about this before when I was mangling the lyrics to gold on our group. But yeah, I feel like isn't that where like was it Albert Speer was in Spando or Himmler something like that? One sec. Anyway, no, it was, the, on. it was um, the Kemp brothers, yeah. mate. Quick, quick Nazi check from Matt while we talk about Craig's three with Will Young's certainly not Gareth Gates version of Evergreen and another A side that no one remembers. Um, Little Mix's Black Magic, No Means No, and <laughs> Sugar Babes version two, the best of the Sugar Babes. Citation um, with needed. Heidi Mutti and Keisha. <laughs> I will provide one. I will put it on Patreon. Um, with Round Round from their Angels with Dirty Faces classic. All of those made it into the Pantheon this week. I also have something else to tell you in a bit, but Matt, tell me about some Nazis. Spandau Prison was located in the borough of Spandau in West Berlin. It was originally a military prison built in the 19th century, but under the occupation of the Nazis in their power in Germany, became a proto-concentration camp. After the war, it ended up holding all the high-ranking Nazis as they were waiting for trial in Nuremberg. Spandau Ballet. Spandau Ballet. So, um... 
I'm going to give you a little stats attack as well. Oh, wow! So we can actually find out who has earned the moniker of Bin Master General. So we lasted this in, in episode 10, right? Yeah. Given it's our um, China anniversary, um, let's do this in order of least binniness. So, least binny is yours truly, actually. I have kept more than I have been. Helping the environment, helping the environment. Bins. Well done. Recycle, my <laughs> yeah. friend, recycle. Recycle, reuse. Um, just pipping me to the post is Craig, oh, who bizarre. is on 20... Yeah, but unfortunately, Craig got imidabinned by um, one of his choices a while back. But the most binny with thirty-three bins is Matthew Leonard. Now, can I just bin can Master I General. point out that it's not always my choice to bin? Sometimes you two gang up and maybe correctly, you know, take away my choice. But yeah, okay, okay. Let's see how we stand at episode thirty. I'm gonna have to work harder to reclaim the title. Everything's going in the bin no. for the next ten episodes. No, I'm not being funny, Craig. I think you've been, I think you've chosen wonderfully. Thank you, Matthew. Right, gents, thank you ever so much. What another, I can't, I can't get over the, the, the love and, and the feeling in this room after a, a try unanimous keep episode of which I only think this is the second in the, uh, in 20. So we're working in uh, a one in 10 at this moment in time, a 10%. So, you know, embrace it while you get it. Liam, thank you ever so much pleasure craig have a lovely week toodles and we're going to play out with our song of the week this is books fizz with a camera never lies join us next week for more having whatever wash the pots Ha, 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 ha.